You're listening to Inside Flicks, and if you don't know this podcast, well, this is a movie discussion review show created by three brothers. I am Mike, and I'm here with my brothers Richard and Raymond, and instead of, of reviewing and discussing a movie, we're actually going to discuss and review season two of the Disney Plus live-action Star Wars series, The Mandalorian, which just aired its final episode a couple of days ago. Uh, so let's get to it. Let's Let's start this off. Yeah, so we're going to talk about the season two of The Mandalorian, and it's going to be a spoiled kind of, I mean, I think there's no way to talk about this season without a few spoilers, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, everyone's watching it anyway, so let's go ahead and just spoil it. I mean, if you haven't watched it, I mean, right. watch spoiler it. Spoiler episode? You want to go yeah, this is, by episode? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, spoiler episode. Yeah, I, everyone's, oh, yeah, everyone's yeah, watching spoilers. it. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, all spoilers. But let's go ahead and just say this is all, we're going all the way to the end of the season finale, so just just okay. mention that i mean season- we're spoiling everything yes yeah we're going to break it down by uh, each uh, episode all right of season two so in the first episode we got uh, chapter nine the marshal this is was directed by john fabro and it was, it was also written by him this starts it off and this is also we we see the first time we see uh, uh timothy oliphant as the marshal that was the first episode that was the first episode i thought that was like episode two for some reason <laughs> yeah no, that was the first episode, and and his character is called Cobb Vant, and uh, of course we see that he is wearing the Mandalorian armor, which is, looks like Boba Fett's armor, right? And surprisingly, so he's uh, it looks like a skinny Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, it's a very skinny. Well, <laughs> Timothy Oliphant is a very skinny guy. And uh, um, what's your thoughts on just the opening uh, episode? No, to start it off, look, I want I want to say the whole series is is. Is much improved than the first season. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, the the first episode was one of the best. I don't I don't know if I would say it was one of the best, but it was it was a nice start. Yeah, it was it was a good start. Yeah, and then also I think this was also the episode where they they hinted that Boba Fett is going to be in this season. I didn't see that coming actually, man. I I, <laughs> I was surprised, and, and maybe that's. A naive of me, but I, I did not think they were going to put Boba Fett. In, uh, yeah, I felt that it felt like it was that that was like the uh, because it was always uh, rumored that Boba Fett was going to make an appearance. I thought the suit was the appearance like exactly that's as far as we were going to get with it. Right, right. Yeah, I thought it was a total misdirection when we see Timothy Oliphant with the the Boba Fett uh, armor and go, oh, that's it, I guess. But at the at the tail end of that episode, we saw uh, Tamora Morrison, right? Right. Okay, we so see the yeah. silhouette of a person, and then it turns out to be Tamora Morrison. Who- I assumed it was, he was just one of the one of the clones. I didn't assume he was necessarily Boba Fett. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, this means that Boba Fett came out. Uh, he didn't die in the pit of uh, whatever it's called in Return of the Jedi. I'm fine with that. Well, let's let's just say that with, uh, with mad respect, uh, R.I.P. the real Boba Fett, uh, Jeremy Bullock, who just passed away. <laughs> he was right. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, recently, a couple of days ago. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, RIP. Uh, yeah, like, like you, Rich, uh, uh, this season was a real improvement from the first season. I didn't really like the first, first episode or first season of Love. It was just okay. Yeah, I was no, really... it had some good ones, like especially the finale. Uh, uh, it, uh, but yeah, I mean, I was disappointed uh, by it the whole the entire first season. Yeah, but I was pleasantly surprised by Bryce Dallas Howard's episode, right? And, right, there uh, was a couple of highlights of the first season, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And with this first episode for of, of chapter nine, the marshal, 
I finally got the sense that I was getting this uh, adventure of the week. It's a Western. It really reminded me of like this old school 70s TV show. Kind of like, you know, like like Kung Fu or The Hulk, you know, Bill Bixby you know, going from town to town. And really, I, I finally got it and really felt the, the, the vibe of the whole series. And that's when I really kind of really digged into the whole, whole, whole Mandalorian uh, uh, season. Mm-hmm. So let's get into uh, episode two of season two. Chapter 10, The Passenger. This is uh, Peyton Reed, director Peyton Reed. who's Oh, Ant- he directed that one also? Yeah, he directed, uh, yeah. He, he's better known as the Ant-Man director. This is the one and where the we- And the Bringing On director. And the Bringing On director, right. Hmm. And this is the the Frog Lady episode where we see her eggs and they're, they're, she hires Mando to try to get to her homeland. Hmm. And there's a, the, the whole sequence with the spiders, giant spiders and stuff like that. It was a whole action-packed episode. Uh, what's your thoughts on uh, on Chapter Ten, The Passenger? It was okay. It was just a carry on episode. It was just another, you know. All right. Yeah, because the, the idea, nice little... you know, the idea is he's trying to reach. He's trying to get more information on where to uh, take Baby Yoda and uh, to a Jedi. User. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, to to find someone to take over <laughs> Baby Yoda. You're right. I really like this episode because it, it was. I think the special effects in this episode, all the spider stuff. In the cave and all that. Oh, that's true. I yeah. thought that was really, really great for like a, a small screen uh, Star Wars adventure. I thought it was really good. Uh, Raymond, what's your thoughts on, on episode two of season two? Uh, I I'm I'm more on Richard's side on this one. It, it's not a bad episode. It's mm-hmm. good, but it for me it was like the probably the weakest episode of the season. And uh, I think my favorite thing about this episode was that. Um, it kind of, they didn't wrap it up necessarily in this one episode and it kind of carried over to the following. Right, and, right. Uh, that, that's what I liked most about it. That it was starting to kind of, you know, st- that it stopped feeling like a one-off show. Yeah. yeah. That we were getting just like one-off episodes. But the, the actual episode itself, I thought was just okay, but it, 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 it's, it it's an important episode. I, well, I liked it more, probably more than both of you guys because I really loved the whole sequence with the, with the spiders and giant spiders and they're stuck in a cave and you know they had to get out and we also see an x-wing fighter two of them yeah like officers who help them out i thought that was all cool so yeah i liked it more probably more than you guys but uh i'm yeah, well, uh, we all agree that uh, so far at, at this point we're like really loving mandalorian right yeah, yeah. yeah. well i i think i wasn't uh i i didn't qu- quite fall in love with it until the, the Till the next episode, but but yeah. Okay, so let's get to that next episode. It's chapter eleven, the heiress. This is uh, episode three of season two, and it's directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, so far, John Favreau has been writing the whole se- series. Well, from what I understand, or the season, he, he makes up the plot and uh, yeah, he gives you a rough uh, script, and then uh, you can work on it yourself, and you know. And uh, so Bryce Dallas Howard is back again. She's this is her second episode. She directed the uh, an episode in the first season, and I was really impressed by her direction. This one, yeah. This, this is where we see Bo Katan, who's who's played by um, uh, the, the, uh, Katie Sackoff. Yeah. Yes, from back uh, from Battlestar Galactica, and I guess she's in the Clone Wars also. The uh, the character and the her voice. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Uh, we see that there's different Mandalorians. She's not as uh, hardcore uh, religious with, you know, she's able to take out her mask. Uh, 
I'm not. Uh, I didn't see the Clone Wars, so I, I didn't know really know much of the history of the Mandalorians. It's an introduction to us with these characters. Yeah, so I really like all that kind of uh, different clans and different kind of uh, ideas and different uh, religious beliefs in, in the Mandalorian uh, mythos. So I really love it. And also, this was an action-packed. This was another action-packed episode. Yeah, yeah. And I really enjoyed Bryce Dallas Howard. She is becoming a really good director, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really impressed. What was yeah. what you guys thought of this episode? Yeah, this one was a uh, action filled uh, episode, and uh, she really pulled it off. And uh, she improved herself over the first episode that she did, and uh, a lot of characters in it also. Mm-hmm. And was this the first one with Moff Gideon, or is this? Um, I'm not sure. I think probably yes. I think we've seen or uh, the return of Moff Gideon. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but. but uh, Still, I mean, it, it was it was just a a good action packed episode. Yeah, it was awesome. It's uh, we we got some new characters. For me, they were new characters, and uh, they, they was great introductions. Um, I liked everyone. All the action was was phenomenal. I mean, this is one of those episodes I really felt like a, a movie in in the in the best way. And uh, yeah, I mean, for for me, it was up to this point it was like one of the best episodes of the series and i, I can't believe the season kind of just got better <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, well i also i think at this point we have seen uh, razor crest which is mandalorian's uh, ship it was getting destroyed a lot you know it was getting really hit by a lot of stuff and i love the fact that they you know there was p- pulling wires and you know they're trying to fix it <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah and that's what's so cool about the you know, that's what's cool about star wars it's just you don't know, pull this red wire and click it here and plug in there and you don't have to think about the scientific facts or you don't have to get it scientific or technically correct. And I think that's what's so cool about this episode and probably the previous episode where they were, the way they, they work, the, the, the mechanics, it's just like plugging a bunch of wires into a, in a tiny hole. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the, it's just very simple stuff like that. What a piece of junk. All right, so let's get to episode four of season two, chapter 12, The Siege. This is was directed by Carl Weathers. He's uh, <laughs> Yes, that was, that was a surprise, yeah. <laughs> They've been teasing this since last season. <laughs> so they meet up with uh, Carl Weathers, Grief Karga, and Car du- Dune. Car Dune is played by... Um, uh, Gina Carano. Gina Carano. And there, there's a reunion of sorts, and they have to go into a um, imperial base ship or base, mm-hmm. a planet, a base... This is a, a mission where they had to sneak into a imperial base on the on the planet, and uh, you, what's your thoughts on that? This episode, the siege, Rich. Uh, I thought this was probably the the weirdest episode because it was uh, the direction I I could have saw watching it. It was the Dave Filoni episode. There was some um, elements on on the the direction that it was uh, subpar. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but the the it moved along. It moved along well. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a bad episode, but I could just tell it was, um, uh, it was just the car weathers. Was this, was his, is this his first time directing anything? No, no, no. This is, he's directed stuff in the past, but this is his first time directing an episode of the series. Right. Okay. Yeah. What's, what's good about this episode, even though, you know, Carl Weathers doesn't have that much experience as a director, it really proves to me that there's a really great team around the, the yes. series. Yes. Because, I mean, even though it's like Rich was saying, that you can see some flaws in the direction, it runs smoothly. It goes right. smoothly and it's paced well. Uh, Raymond, what's your thoughts on Chapter 12? Uh, 
I just remember that uh, it, it it felt it was an important episode really f- for the story because it, it kind of sets up the next episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which was uh, the, the famous arguably, one. Arguably the best episode yeah. of the series. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, rem- I remember the action in it being being entertaining. I remember liking the episode, but I, 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 my, I, this is this is the episode I'm the most foggy with. <laughs> like, I <just laughs> all I remember is remember blue, blue cookies. Well. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. right, right. There, you know, and also we should mention that it, this whole season has been a lot funnier and there's, there's very lot, lot, a lot of light moments in this whole episode. Uh, there's episodes. a lot of light moments in season one. You think so? I Well, I, I, I don't I know. Maybe so. I had more fun with the, this season than the last one. I, I was more uh, acceptable for the comedy. Um, yeah, so let's get to chapter 13, The Jedi. This is uh, episode five of season two. And this is kind of the one that everyone talks about. This is the Dave Filoni's. He's back. He wrote this episode and he is also bringing his character. Um, uh, Ahsoka Tano. Uh, Ahsoka who's the Jedi now at this point in her life, she's kind of a full on Jedi, right? I mean, the t- it's titled the Jedi. Yeah. And so this is also the, she is played by Rosario Dawson. And I thought this was a fantastic episode. This, <laughs> I think this is probably the best one in the, in the season. Whoa. From Dave Filoni. Wow. Right. You know, cause like I was not impressed by his direction in the first uh, season. Neither was I. And to for him to come out with this one, I was very impressed. I liked the look of this whole episode. It was dark. It was mysterious. It looked like a kind of a Japanese influenced uh, background. Also, the storyline also had a little bit of like almost a, like a samurai, a huge samurai influence. This is an awesome episode. We also had the gun uh, fighter scene with with Mando and and uh, uh, Michael Bean as a yeah. stormtrooper guard or whatever. I really love this episode, Rich. What's your what's your take on on the chapter thirteen, the Jedi? Oh, just like um, uh, Carl Weathers, uh, I saw flaws in the direction. Also. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, especially the fight scene with the um, uh, the woman, whatever character, and uh, Mando, the one she had the uh, the javelin or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, that's that fight scene was horribly directed. Um, I thought the they should have horribly let... well i mean I they could have was... <laughs> go ahead i i thought it was um you know it wasn't up to to par with the the john wick kind of stunts. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it, it needed more work it needed a better direction which is a very hard man to please when it comes to his action well yeah <laughs> i mean uh, when it looks like i mean i thought i don't know i got i for me personally i got i got like a kill bill vibe to it um yes it looked it, it I, I i understand that kind of thing but the the action on that scene was uh just not there it okay. was not there okay uh but, raymond you i'm sure you had a, a different of opinion yeah you, for me this was a 10 out of 10 episode wow yeah i liked it too go ahead like explain why Oh well, it it was it was just kind of kind of like what I was saying earlier. I I really liked the whole samurai influence all around in the whole episode in the in the storyline, and um, which you know goes goes perfectly with the whole Jedi thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I I just loved absolutely Rosario Dawson's casting. Yeah, She's me incredible. too, man. You know, I always She's heard great. I always hear about this character, and uh, I'd seen some of Clone Wars before, and um, I. You know the characters seem cool and stuff, but I, th- th- this is this is this is another level. <laughs> th- this is really cool. <laughs> well, I always wanted uh, like uh, the Force in the, in the Mandalorian, and I go, man, you know what? 
I wish they had some force in this stuff, you know, like, you know, the Jedi stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's what was, was my main complaint in, in the first season. But I go, and then I realized, you know, probably, you know, that's not just not going to happen. And then when this came out, I go, oh, great. Now we're going to see some like uh, lightsaber battles and, and you know, for the for we're going to see the force again. And it was really great to see. We also I should also mention this was the first episode where we where we heard uh, Baby Yoda's real name. Gro oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Grogu. Is it Grogu? Yeah. yeah. Grogu. Yeah, Grogu. You said it right the first time. And also, you know, the introduction of the Mandalorian uh, spear, uh, the Beskar. <laughs> These names. Oh, was Beskar. that in this episode too? Yeah, this was the yeah. introduction of that that spear. He won it over or whatever. So, uh, you, so this was a really important episode in the whole season. And yeah, so Grogu. What's, what's your thoughts on just hearing Grogu for the first time, Rich? Eh. I mean, <laughs> I, I knew I knew he had a name eventually. I mean, they weren't going to call him Baby Yoda forever. I mean, well, they don't. They call him the, the child, child, right? Right. So they still do. They still call him the child. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Raymond, what's your thoughts when you heard Grogu? I was like, well, all right. Well, it's an alien name. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's, it's no. Cool. Yoda, it's no Yoda. I mean, Yoda has a certain. Uh, yeah, it's it's easier to say. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it'll, it'll catch on probably. Everyone's going to say Grogu. And, uh, the thing about Grogu is like you could spell it in many different ways. Uh, there's only one way to spell Yoda. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get to uh, the next episode, which is chapter 14, The Tragedy. This is episode six of the whole of season two. Uh, this is directed by Robert Rodriguez and uh, again, written by John Fabro. And uh, this is probably the one where uh, shocked everyone because the, ch the child or Grogu gets mm -hmm. uh, gets uh, kidnapped by um, um, he gets kidnapped by Moff Gideon, and also this is kind of the first time we see Boba Fett reclaim his uh, armor. Uh, Rich, what's your thoughts on this one? Um, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, I know. You got a problem with Robert Rodriguez? Uh, his direction too. <laughs> No, because I, I I saw an interview with Collider, I think it was that that he uh, basically got a 19 page script or something like that out of that episode, and right. I, could, I clearly saw it from then on, because uh, I saw Bubble Fett and um, and and I go, oh wow, this, this is gonna be cool, and it was just too cool. I mean, <laughs> the yeah, he uh, kicked ass. Um, it, yeah, it was just it was it was. But I could tell that oh man, here goes the Star Wars lore again. It's gonna be like, wow, where did where did all this come from? You did know? you feel like uh, fan? Uh, um, um, what's it called? Fan fan um, service. Yeah, fan service. Yeah, a little bit of fan service to, for me. And it's just another one of those. Um, yeah, we can get away with it. Let's do it. Yeah, oh, like you were saying, Robert Rodriguez did get like a really thin script, and he goes uh, to uh, I, remember, I think from what he said, he said he went to uh, John Favreau and says, "Hey man, uh, this is you know I don't know. Is this going to be like maybe a fifteen minute long uh, <laughs> uh, episode?" Yeah. He goes, "No, just fill it in, man, and do do your thing." And I guess he's the one who came up with slot the action sequences and which which was cool. It was all cool. I mean, it was it made the episode go quick, and it was a quick episode. And yeah, very uh, simple. The, the, yeah, you know, they went to the top of the mountain, and and uh, Grogu gets kidnapped by you know. Yeah, and the dark troop, the dark troopers. I wasn't too impressed by it at all. I mean, it looked looked like um, the robot from um, the black hole. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Raymond. What's, so, what's your thoughts on uh, episode six? Um, I, I didn't love this episode. I hmm. this was one of the weaker episodes of the season for me. Not not a bad episode, but um, 
I, I mean, I, when hearing you say that it was only that I only had a 19-page script makes me understand mm-hmm. wh- why I have issues with this episode. But um, I hated that it just kind of felt like a video game mission. Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> you're you uh, like Grogu's like communicating with it with a Jedi, and uh, you have to just like protect him in, in his little space the whole time, and it's just a bunch of characters protecting him. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't love that. And then also. Like Rich, I thought they made Boba Fett way too badass, but you know it, it's it's just a it's just a nitpick. Yeah, yeah. But the the whole overall storyline, like with them just like pr- protecting him, I, I feel like that that really was like stretched out a little too much because it really is the entire episode. It's like forty minutes dedicated to them just fighting off a bunch of stormtroopers while Grogu's like you know. In a bubble, yeah, in the bubble. Yeah. Do we know what he, what was he talking to? Uh, you know, spoilers. Was he talking to Luke? Yeah, yeah. You think I so? Guess. I yeah. guess. Uh, yeah. He was projecting yeah. his voice to somebody. I guess. I guess he was talking to Luke. Um, I thought he would have been talking to Yoda, <laughs> but that's what that's what I thought. But. Uh, this, like you, I had a kind of little bit of a problem with Boba Fett. You know, uh, the actor, how do you say his name? It's one of your favorite actors, right? Tamara Morrison. Tamara, yeah, it's one but of your he, favorite movie. He, he's a great actor. No, I don't. I have a. I think I, I really like him, but he is a lot older and he is a lot bigger. <laughs> so when he put on that armor for the first time, it looked like it shrunk <laughs> compared to like uh, Boba Fett in in uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, obviously, there was a much thinner man. And here. Yeah, and not that much time has gone by, supposedly, right? Since, like, Return of the Jedi. Uh, maybe a year, but I guess, you know, <laughs> that that was a really tough year, I guess, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's the only thing that really kind of took me out of place. Like, oh, man, that armor looks very tiny on him. <laughs> but the, the best part of that episode was seeing uh, Slave One again. Who? Yeah. That was- <laughs> The, the ship. <laughs> the ship. Bubba Fett's ship. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, overall, I, I, it did serve its purpose. It, did, it didn't, you know, I think people got a really great kick of seeing Bubba Fett in action again. Yeah, so let's get into the next episode, which is episode seven. This is chapter 15, The Believer. This was directed by Rick Mauru. No, how are you going to say this? <laughs> Famu, Famuwa? Rick Famuwa? Famuwa? He also wrote the episode. He he he, he directed. Uh, I think he directed uh, two episodes in the first season, or just one. I think he directed two episodes in the first season, right? I, I think know, so. one at least. Yeah, I think he directed two. Uh, whatever. He uh, he's back. And he made a cameo too. Right? <laughs> yeah, in the first season. Yeah, and uh, um, I re- you know what? I really love this episode. This is we get to, we get to see um, yeah. um, uh, Bill Burr again. His character redeem his character. Right. Yeah, totally redeem it because I didn't even like it, the, uh, his his character in the first uh, Last his season. first appearance at all. I thought he was. Uh, a throwaway part. episode for you, right? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't see him fitting in at oh, all. Okay. Into a Star Wars universe. You just see the comic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the Breaking Bad guy. Yeah, and in this movie, and then in this episode, I go, wow. I mean, I want to see more of him. That 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 that's a mm-hmm. total. And it did know. seem like they set up an opening where he could come back either on Definitely. this series or maybe the other series that are coming out. Uh, in this episode, uh, Bill Burr's character Miggs has to team up with Mando, and they have to break into the the Empire's uh, Empire's kind of battle station. 
and then mm. it's a whole kind of a heist thing, but it's also like kind of they have to hijack a car, uh, a transport uh, vehicle, and they're they're carrying out some like these big explosives, and it was a really another action packed episode. You know, again, this this whole season has been really action packed compared to the first season. Yeah, the budget seems much higher in, in yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, and the first season was very slow burning. You know, it was very kind of like slow moving and this one is like boom 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 we're getting these you know heart pounding uh, action scenes uh i like this episode i really i like it a lot i thought this was one of the best ones of the season the oh season. okay okay yeah yeah i agree this is another episode where mandalorian uh, unveils his face and uh, mm. um this this i, I think uh it's whenever he shows his face there's going to be some some dramatic weight <laughs> yeah and i i thought um uh, kudos to Rick. I mean, this this is an episode that um, he must have wrote, and yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I thought uh, he de- he delivered it all. I mean, this was this this was a big episode to be. To- Did he do? He direct Bill Burr's last episode. Yeah, season one, which was and he totally redeemed himself. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, let me ask you this? Did you have a problem with? Pedro Pascal's uh, facial <laughs> beard, because <laughs> he has like this weird kind of str- stringy mustache, very much like mine. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's like like very stringy, and I go, oh, that's kind of weird that he has. I had no issue. Because <laughs> uh, that because in the ex- next episode we see that he shaved a little bit, and <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. The, uh... It was it was a better look shave. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the next episode, the final episode of the uh, season two, episode eight, chapter sixteen, the rescue. This is again pl- uh, directed by Peyton Reed and written by John Fabro, and uh, you know this is when they're trying to they got everybody. This is basically the the <laughs> Avengers uh, episode. They got they got uh, you know Cara Dune. Cara Dune, yeah. Cara Dune is ba- uh, and and uh, yeah, it was all the females. Cara Dune, we got Phoenix. Um, I can't remember these names. Uh, Cara Dune. Yeah, we we get it. Just get the yeah. names. So this is like the Avengers episode where we got all the characters helping out Mando to to uh, rescue uh, Grogu from the from the clutches of of Moff Gideon. And we also get this really great fight sequence with Mandio and uh, the dark a dark yeah, trooper. a lot of great fight sequences in this, <laughs> in this episode. And also at the very end, spoiler alert if you haven't if you haven't seen it yet. We, we spoiled sp- this whole season. <laughs> yes. We finally see uh, 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 Luke Skywalker who uh basically I guess he he is the Jedi who takes uh guardianship over um um uh, Grogu. Uh, Rich, uh, let's talk about it. The Rescue, Chapter 16. What's, what's your thoughts? It was the biggest fan service episode, <laughs> but I think it delivered it well. And, uh, uh, yeah, um, the CGI was horrible. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I know it, uh, it is what it is. I mean... Uh, well, up to I mean, up to that point, what, what do you thought of the episode? You know, like you get the action sequence. I like the, I like the Bill Burr episode better, oh, to be truthful. Oh. Okay. Um, uh, because the dark troopers, I, I wasn't too impressed by it the first time. And then this one, uh, they were just, you know, a bunch of, ah, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> kind of like, you danger, know. Mr. Rob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, if, if you're going to put all that effort into dark troopers, you know, make it 
better. I mean, make them more. There's like, just the big robots. You're saying like, yeah, Grr. exactly. Well, I mean, I think that's the charm of the whole series. You know, the, you know, they have this old school charm. It's a western. It's an old school '60s, you know, sci-fi thing. But yeah, go ahead. But even Hellboy too, those kind of robots were even a lot better than that than those. You okay. know, those the motions on them. You know, uh, I don't know. It was just, it just, uh, it it just looked like uh, mm, these will be good action figures. You know. Kind oh, of, okay. You know? <laughs> I mean, I didn't and, have that feeling. I thought it was okay. Uh, Raymond, what's your thoughts on on uh, the final episode of season two, chapter sixteen, the rescue? I loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was I thought it was incredible. Um, yeah, it, it is good. all fan servicey, and I I can I can definitely see. It. I can there's I mean, it's fan servicey, but it's fan service done right. Yeah, it just it felt so satisfying. I mean, I, I if if you were if, if I were to have found out like before the episode aired that Luke Skywalker was going to be the Jedi that. Uh, Grogu was uh, communicating with, and that he was going to show up and, and and you know save the day. I was like, man, that's that's horrible. That's, that's yes. so lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but then with watching it, just the way it was executed, I mean, like, I it, it was kind of emotional. I I I loved it, man. This was absolutely incredible. But even before that, the stuff with Moff Gideon was all incredible, and like th- this. This has to to me. This episode made Moff Gideon like a a really worthy like villain. Like a mm. you know obviously no, he's no Darth Vader, mm. but this easily makes him way better than what what's his face? What was it? Krennic from from Rogue One? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Way better than him. Like easily just this with this episode. I mean, he's he's the easily the best villain I think that Disney has has given us for okay. or, for for the Star Wars for Star Wars. He's definitely uh, someone who is a, a a thinker, you know, and that's what makes you know good good villains when they they're calculating. Um, he's cunning, you know, in a lot of ways. Uh, what, what, the dark saber comes in into this uh, episode. They, they, I didn't see. I didn't realize that the the Mandalorians had this connection with the dark saber. So it, that feels kind of very much like uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. You know, who's who's the real owner of this sword? I thought I felt like uh, Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> whoever kills him whatever uh, takes uh, oh yeah okay yeah yeah you you get you keep what you kill or whatever um but when we when i first saw that uh, there was a jedi or there was someone coming in in a in a it was an x-wing right yeah um mm-hmm. we all start thinking like wait who yeah who's what? this <laughs> wait that that can't be right <laughs> It can't be. Originally, I go, oh, so this is Rosario Dawson again, right? So, or but why would she be in in like a, a, a Tie Fighter? Like, and then we, well, then in the you know what's so good, like you were saying, it's done right because they slowly show the reveal. Like, there's a green lifesaver. There's a there's a yeah. By that black, point, you know, it's like the black hand. We see a black hand. We see like a robe. We, you know, like they were sl- slowly revealing itself, and then we finally see that it's a uh, digitized <laughs> Luke Skywalker's face. You know. <laughs> Uh, and I, you know, now that you say that really quick, I have to say, I honestly like. I thought it was a different actor. Oh, really? You I was hoping th- for a I, different actor. I thought it was a different actor, and I and I kept thinking to myself, what, man, why didn't they cast someone that looks like Mark Hamill? <laughs> yeah, I'm totally 100 percent over those that fan casting of uh, Sebastian Stan as a uh, as Luke Skywalker. It would have worked. It would have yeah. worked. It yeah, I was. Worked. I, so when we when we finally it's finally it became obvious that this is Luke Skywalker. He walks into the room and I'm thinking, 
oh, please be an actor. Please be a real actor. I don't care. Whoever, you know, put somebody, you know, a young actor. I don't care. Joshua Jackson. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, you know, some, you know, like, just please be an actor. And then when it revealed itself to be a CGI phase, I go, oh, okay. But. That, whatever. Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that kind of tells me that I don't think Luke is going to be an important part of the this series or this universe, this small screen universe. I think he might make an appearance, like just to give Grogu back at some point. Or you know, if, if he doesn't give Grogu back, that means that uh, Adam Driver killed him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I know. Um, <laughs> well, maybe he he becomes Ahsoka's apprentice. Who? Baby Yoda. Grogu. Grogu? Grogu, maybe, maybe. but uh, uh, but if they would have cast somebody for Luke, I would have thought, oh, then they have plans for the, this young Luke character, or not even a young mm-hmm. Luke character, but a, a Luke because they cast somebody. So the fact that they use a CGI face, I go, okay, so this is just just is for now. They don't really have major plans to bring Luke back for anything else. So uh, in in that case, that's okay. So because they, really, the setup the setup for season three seems like Mandalorian uh, the is that Mando is gonna somehow have this kind of fight over who's gonna lead the Mandalorians. Oh yeah, yeah. So what, what's your feelings about season three, Rich? Well, he's gonna uh, yeah, is gonna be yeah, is it gonna be over the fight over the dark saber again? Is that that's what you're saying? I think, I think that's what they, they set it up for, right? So who? Because the dark saber kind of represents the leaders of the new the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Well, that, they'll probably get that over with in the opening scene. Uh, the I guess what the what that first episode will probably I'm I'm guessing will will I guess just explore a bit more the the world of uh, Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm assuming maybe that's where the direction the next season will go in. Well, the first episode he's gonna have to just find a new ship. <laughs> that's about it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that, that could be a that could take like three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you I think he, take... you think now that because he revealed his face, uh, Pedro Pascal, is that he's gonna be more revealing, or you think he's still gonna be covered with the with the helmet? I don't know, but I think he I think he I think he wants to be more involved with the show, right? Oh, Peter Pascal. So, yeah, yeah. I think he wants to be more in the suit. I think he wants to show his face more. He wants to have more lines. So, and I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. He's, I, I'm a fan of him. So, yeah, if it I'm, makes sense, earn that paycheck. <laughs> yeah. As, the, as the character, though, you think he's going to adopt a name? You think he's going to adopt a new look, or you know, like a new kind of a? You know, he, he, ideology? Might, he might go his. He might, he might adopt a new ide- ideology. He might go his down his own route, kind of like. Bo-Katan, right? She's not really a, a, a Mandalore. She's, 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 uh, she, you know, she doesn't follow by those rules. Right. He, he might kind of, he might uh, follow in her footstep and, and after he kills her. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, no, I th- I'm, I'm sure they're gonna, they're gonna figure. They're, they're both gonna, both characters are gonna live. I mean, it, it definitely feels like they'll figure something out. It definitely, it definitely feels like Katie's uh, Sackoff is gonna be joining the next season, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the other girl. Um, but let's. Can we talk a little bit about the credits about the other show they're setting up? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's get to it. So because okay, I, e- I want to ask Rich, like, how do you feel about like uh, Bib Fortuna being in, in Jabba's uh, spot? <laughs> wait, wait. Well, well, let's describe the uh, Rich describe the end credits scene where we see we go back to uh, Tantooine. Yeah. Go and ahead. Another. And we, an even skinnier. Uh, uh, oh, damn! What, what, Big what Fortuna else? got bigger than uh, Boba. Uh, 
Good morning, guards. I mean, even skinnier. Good morning, guards. Oh, so that I hate that. I mean, why they look like WWE wrestlers? <laughs> I mean, I mean, they should be so, like big fat guys. You're saying, yeah, it should be true sumos and stuff like that. I mean, under that, uh, yeah, he was, he had a big. I, we were watching it. He was very. He was complaining about the look of those guys. <laughs> I go, I don't know. I don't. I don't see a difference. But go ahead. No way, man. That, they don't that, all have to have the same, the same body figure. <laughs> he likes the idea. He wants to picture himself as that character. <laughs> no, I mean, you look. You look up at any cosplay for Gamorian guards. You won't. You will not see no. You know, John uh, like John Cena's in, in, you know, <laughs> okay, in green okay. makeup. All right, all right. I don't think any of them look like John Cena. No, they look more like, uh, what's his name, The Miz. <laughs> you're saying they're way too skinny, you're saying? Yes, they're uh, way too fit, whatever. To, okay. to, to, to. All right, so the scene is in Jabba's palace, and we what what happens? Uh, we see that, uh, what, Rich? The, uh, describe the scene for us. Oh, okay, well, yeah, I mean, uh, you see a, a, a bloated Fennec? Bib Fortuna who's... Um, now the, the leader of whatever Jabba's palace, whatever, whatever it was now, now it's Bibs or, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever his, his palace. Mm -hmm. And then you just hear, uh, um, you know, um, Boba Fett, uh, um, and what's her name? Uh, Mina, Mina Wing, whatever. Migna Wing. She is, uh, Phoenix Sean or Shan Phoenix uh yeah they just shoot their way down to the uh and uh, release everybody and uh kill off uh, uh Bit Fortuna and uh the death of Bit, Bit Fortuna we don't even know if <laughs> what it happened was, to yeah. Java <laughs> yeah Java got well, choked yeah uh, Princess Leia killed him right yeah oh yeah <laughs> I guess I guess I always th I thought that you know if, if if I guess if Boba's still alive that he'd still be alive in some way no, uh, when I saw that scene, I go, did they, he, did he have a, did Boba Fett have a beef with Jabba or was there something that I, I don't remember from the original films that was there a backstab did thing? Did he ever get, did he ever get paid for, um, well, he never rescued him out of the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> no. Right. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, I know. Is there a reason for him to go back to Jabba's palace just, or was this just total fan service stuff? Fan service stuff. Okay. Unless he owed him 50 bucks or whatever. After the end credit scene, we also see like the title, uh, the book of Boba Fett, which is coming mm -hmm. in what twenty twenty two or another no twenty one uh, Christmas. Oh, really? That's what it said. Mm -hmm. And so, is that a movie or is that a series? What is, do we know? It seems like it could be a series, right? Yeah. So, what's your feelings about that, Rich? From what I understand, they they've been working on on a Boba Fett series for forever. So. Ever since the the, the movie was uh, talked about first, yeah, yeah. so um, they have something in the back burner with them. They got plenty of lore yeah. to go with for them, and since they call it the book of Boba Fett, they could do a um, a flashback oh, or an anthology series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't yet they don't have to use tomorrow. I mean, for for the whole show. I mean, he could like uh, narrate basically. Mm -hmm. Raymond, what's your thoughts on the book of uh, Boba Fett? Well, I, when when I saw the that you know announcement coming to Disney Plus, I think December twenty twenty one, I think Swiss said, mm -hmm. um, I I kind of started to think about myself to think to myself, could this maybe be the opportunity for Guillermo del Toro to do his like Star Wars crime series that he's been wanting to do for mm. forever? Because <laughs> he he wanted to do like a kind of a, um, I think like a, a crime kind of mafia series set in like Jabba's like underground 
world. Oh yeah, I think I did hear something about that. Yeah, bring it on. Yeah, and I think this could this would be the perfect opportunity for that. And you could also maybe do a the a, a, the Boba Fett show as well. You can do both of them at the same time. Oh, yeah, or it would maybe introduce Totoro's part of the universe, or something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, you know, who knows? It's a it's a it's an open book now. Uh, well, if we hear that, I mean, they must have cat- deals in place. They must have deals in place. It all depends, like you know, when they make those announcements, they will get an idea of you know where they're what they're doing with the show. Yeah. Well, if you hear that Ron Perlman gets cast, then and you'll know <laughs> Guillermo will be not far behind. That's true. Hey everyone, Mike here. I just want to cut in and say uh, that a day after this recording, uh, um, John Favreau went on television and he offered a bit of information on the book of uh, Boba Fett. And it seems, according to a press release, uh, director Robert Rodriguez will be serving as an executive producer on the series and he will likely, I guess, direct an episode or two, maybe even more. Uh, So this is a clip of what Favreau said. I hope we have a drum roll or something because you've got a big announcement and I'm just going to lay it out there. Take it away. I do. Well, we have uh, at the end of the show, uh, Boba Fett came out and it said the book of Boba Fett coming Christmas, uh, excuse me, coming December of 2021. Uh, And that wasn't part of the big Disney announcement, but here's the logo. So this is actually separate from the Mandalorian season three. But what we didn't say in that announcement is that the next show coming up, Kathy said the next chapter, and that's going to be the book of Boba Fett. And then we go into production right after that on season three of The Mandalorian, uh, you know, back with the main character that we all uh, have known and loved. Well, well, that, so that's going to be uh, pretty soon following that. Okay, so that, we're working on that pre-production now while we're in production on Boba Fett. Oh, my goodness. And man, I don't know how you keep up uh, because that's all of your work. <laughs> I was trying to keep up with you, you describing it to me just now. But are there more spinoffs we can expect from The Mandalorian? Yes, well, there's a lot of a lot of Star Wars content uh, coming out. As I think they announced ten projects. I think this would be eleven with um with the new Book of Boba Fett. But the ones that I'm involved with are I'm working with my partner Dave Filoni, who uh, is this fantastic producing partner writer, who uh, I met when I did a voice on the Clone Wars. We met up at the Skywalker Ranch, and we were uh, we, we've been working together on this show. He's doing Ahsoka, which he's writing right now, and then we also have the uh, Rangers of the New Republic. And all of them take place in the, in the similar timeline here uh, that is right after Return of the Jedi, which was a, a film, of course, we all grew up with. I grew up, I was actually an usher in the movie theater back in Queens, wow. uh, the RKO Keiths, uh, when, when Return of the Jedi was playing. So I saw that movie dozens and dozens of times at work. And now it's, it's so fun to be continuing the story after that with That's those characters, some of those perfect characters. Perfect full yeah. circle moment there uh, in yeah. your Star Wars yeah. career here. Okay, so this next question, we have to preface it with a, a bit of a spoiler alert for those who haven't caught up and finished yes. season two, but there was a huge moment. Luke Skywalker, one of the most iconic heroes in history. Mark Hamill making a comeback in the season finale there. What went into that decision? There was a risk in doing that. And how did you keep that under wraps? It was very tricky because it's very hard to keep a secret nowadays, especially with Star Wars, because people are so curious about it. And there are so many people involved with the process, with visual effects, finishing, making it, filming it uh, at the studios, everything. And uh, every leak, every, every piece of casting leaked. And we were so scared right up till it aired uh, that, that our surprise cameo was going to leak too. But we started off the whole <clears throat> series with, uh, <clears throat> with the Baby Yoda reveal, with the Grogu reveal. Uh, that was a secret that everybody was uh, really blown away by. 
And part of that is not telling too many people, not having uh, merchandise that's being tooled up and announced, all that kind of thing. And then to have the very last episode, to have Mark Hamill actually on set filming and us using whatever technology we had available to de-age him and try to make him look as much like he did in the old films. Well, it, was an, it was an exciting moment. All right, so uh, unless you want to add anything, you want to close this off? Yeah, let's uh, grade this season. Let's grade this season. I'll, I'll give this a... I really enjoyed this season a lot. I was very uh, involved every episode. And uh, um, I'll have to give this probably like three and a half stars. Or out of what? Out of five or wow, yeah. So uh, three and a half stars. Probably give it like That's a, basically a, what you gave the first season. Yeah. Did I really? Or yeah, I, you, you weren't that. I thought I hated the first season. <laughs> oh no, I mean this. Is, I mean you're slightly lower than this, but I mean then I give it four stars. Four stars. So. <laughs> four stars. I give it. I mean, you changed my mind. I give this four stars, which is a a B plus or A minus. This was a very highly entertaining season. I really love this TV show. I can't wait for season three. Yeah. What's your, what's your grade, Rich? A minus. Yeah. Around the same? Thought, yeah. Uh, probably a little more. So a, a, a little close to A. So Because, yeah, because I mean, of uh, Bill Burr. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's because the special effects were all improved on all episodes. And um, they had... Each episode had a basic story, and the and they stuck to it, and they all worked. And also, I liked how it closed. It, it you know, the idea was to find you know find Grogu a Jedi, and they did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they closed their book. Yeah, they closed the circle. Uh, Raymond, uh, what's what's your grade for season two of The Mandalorian? Yeah, probably. Well, there were you know a couple episodes I didn't love. I didn't think there were really any bad episodes this season mm-hmm. and and I had fun watching the entire season and even after watching season two i I've been going back and watching season one and while I still have a lot of issues with those episodes I've been enjoying it more than I did the first time so um I'm happy with the show I'm excited for the future of the series and I'm excited for all the spin-offs that are going to come uh, I'm gonna go nine out of ten Wow oh, yeah all right that's an a plus for everybody. <laughs> and I, I want to say that I love the idea that it's only eight episodes and it's like, you know, 30 minutes to 45 minutes. And um, I thought they were all like 45 minutes, huh? So some of them were third. Oh, well, maybe you're really? right. Maybe there's a little bit. You know, I think that was last season. Yeah, none of them. Went, none of them went over an hour, which was surprising. Um, but I like yeah, I like it. That it's short and it's contained and it's really highly uh, entertaining. And then I uh, don't change that format. For this yeah. series, yeah, mm-hmm. and I thought the the Ludwig, whatever the m- musician, mm-hmm. um, I thought he did a much better job, except for the finale. I, I thought like the, the finale. The Luke was a little more poppy, uh, uh, just a little more into it. I mean, uh, I, I I thought he did on most of the episodes. Uh, they were well done, mm-hmm. but the uh, the finale uh, with the introduction of Luke, uh, I didn't. He should he should use oh. some more of the the from the original series. And and jazz it up some, you know. Mm-hmm. He did, right? Or not enough? I didn't. I didn't hear enough. I mean, of it. If if he did, okay. It well, was too too subtle. If I it felt was. it. <laughs> you felt it. Yeah. All right. So that was our review of the Mandalorian season two. Great improvement. Much improvement from season one, and we all agree with that. And hopefully, we get to see more Pedro Pascal without his helmet. Right? <laughs> yeah. Sure. 
Thank you for listening to Inside Flicks. If you want to hear past episodes, you can go to InsightFlix.com. You'll get all the information you need there. Uh, we'll be back with a new episode very soon. Thank you. Take care and happy holidays and goodbye. <laughs>